Next. 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 What's next? Three hours. The top ten stories of the day. According to them. El Jefe. And J-Dubs. Next is now on 92.3. Free FM. Buddies, welcome to Next. I'm El Jefe, and I think showing Brokeback Mountain in a middle school class is a fireball offense. I'm J-Dubs, and I hope talking about it on the radio isn't. Actually, you know what? Uh, it's such a short porch. Yeah. Yeah, we had to cut that one. Yeah, that's, uh, that story's not going to happen tonight. Well, well, there's going to be a lot to do. All right, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll squeeze some stuff in, though. We'll do, instead of doing the top ten, we'll do the top five. We'll explain all that in a second. Uh, first of all, though, which one of these headlines could be number one? Mother cuts off infant's genitals and mm. blames the dog. Does deceit really equal rape? And why a little leaguer is what's wrong? With American sports. Buddies, I'm Hefe. That's Dubs. Hey. And we are live on 92.3 Free FM. The show is called Next. Again, it is a comedic take on the top ten stories of the day according to us. Top ten in quotes. Uh, feel free to learn more about the show. We have a MySpace, myspace.com slash nextradio. Then a couple of fan boards, nextradiofans.com and freefmfans.com. We were lucky enough to do uh, this guest week back in February. Mm -hmm. Had an absolute blast with everybody up there, including our buddies Ron and Fez, whom we used to work with, and also to uh, produce. Yeah. Back when we were all together at the uh, once mighty 106.7 WJFK. It's so mighty. Oh, it is. Love those guys. And uh, Dubs and I formerly hosted a show called The Hideout, and that was at JFK following Ron and Fez and also Real Radio 104.1. In Orlando, Florida. So that's a little bit about us. Uh, love to get you in at some point. Here's the thing about the show that we found out when we did it in February. It moves quickly. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get in, get in immediately. 866-313-FREE. As soon as you hear what it is you want to talk about or you hear a, sh- uh, a topic that you want to get in on, again, 866-313-FREE. Now, normally, mm-hmm. we do a countdown of the top ten stories of the day, according to us. However, uh, Nets game, uh, loss to Cleveland, So, but it went a little long. Post game went a little long. So because of that, Dubs, we're going to start with story number five. Nets on 92.3 Free FM. Story number five. Again, if you want to get in, 866-313-FREE. Dubs, this easily could have been the number one story of the day, but there are a lot of goodies in front of it. Uh, woman survives internal decapitation. All right. Now, uh, we found this one on FARC.com uh, over the weekend, and it's been linked to a number of different places. We have what we call a next download. Whenever we play some audio for you, it's a next download. Next download. I remember the impact. And then I had no control over my head. In a matter of that? seconds, 30-year-old... That's, that's actually the lady. That's the lady who uh, got into a car accident All right. and had uh, an internal decapitation. What is that? What is an... Like, Appa- apparently, she... Because uh, a decapitation is basically when your head gets sliced completely off. Yeah, that's something I'm familiar with from like a uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. or something along those lines. Everything severed except for her skin. Oh, so the bone disconnected from the skull, like the, the vertebrae disconnected and, from the skull and, and then just... She was a bobblehead? Yeah, and like the esophagus and all. It explains it all Ugh. here in the next download. Again, bear with her 
as she's trying to speak to you. Don't get mad at her because she's not a great orator right now. Next to download. I remember the impact. And then I had no control over my head. In a matter of seconds, 30-year-old Shannon Malloy's life changed. A car crash January 25th on a Nebraska road dealt such a powerful blow that her head dislocated from her spine. The clinical term for her condition, internal decapitation. I wasn't focused so much on the pain. How I just kept thinking, I have to stay alive. Dr. Gary Giselli says Shannon's will to live is what saved her. That I've seen her once before and the patient unfortunately didn't make it. Five screws drilled into Shannon's neck and four more in her head keep her stabilized. All right, now, if you want to see the video of this, mm. and you got to see the girl, too, go to myspace.com slash nextradio, and in the blog section, we have a link to it. It's amazing because she's she's got one of those rings. Yeah, it's know? a halo, it's called. Exactly, a halo. But the oddest thing about this poor lady is that she has T-Mac eyes. She, she has such, like, a lazy cross eye. Was that from before or after? I'd imagine it's, uh, you know, after your, your spinal cord and everything is ripped up like that. It's probably from after. Well, they explain it in a second. Next download. It's called a halo and prevents her skull from shifting. Not exactly an easy or pain-free procedure. neck like procedure. a loose My skull slipped off of my neck about five times. Every time they tried to screw this in my head, I would slip. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you just... I don't understand that at all. So here's what's going on. They're trying to screw in the halo, but every time they do, her neck pops out of place. <laughs> now, and, and, and I can't even imagine, like... Are you seen like a lethal weapon where mm -hmm. he's got to put his shoulder back into place? I don't know what that is going to feel like when your neck keeps popping out like that. Next to download. That made rebuilding Shannon's neck strength a priority. But there were other complications. Had a fractured skull, swollen brainstem, bleeding in my brain. Lucky. Um, I also have a GI tube in my my stomach because I have nerve damage to my throat so I can't swallow. Nerve damage to my eyes so they cross. Doctors are working on that, but today her skull has healed. She's well enough to have her halo removed. You okay? It only took about eight minutes for him to take the whole thing off. I couldn't even imagine. Like I'd be, I'd be like, whoa, let's uh. Let's let this roll for another couple weeks. There's no yeah. rush to get this thing off. I just, I, you, you'd be so nervous about, you know, just your head flopping over, right? And the thing comes off. Flopping over or, like, sneezing. Cause yeah. Because think about it. She survived an internal decapitation. Yeah. Whatever kills her is going to be something very small. You know, if she can get into a car accident and have that whole head rip off and still not die, you know it's just going to be kind of poetic. Poor girl that, can't ever go to a Slayer concert Yeah, she's going to end up going headbanging at a Slayer concert, it, uh, hear Alter Sacrifice, and then uh, kill herself. Uh, let's, uh, all right, Dubs, let's, uh, let's keep this up. we we got a little bit Get left. the U.S. Open and just... Ping pong a herder. <laughs> Next to download. Yeah. Where's my little girl? Again. Shannon's mom, Robin Frazee, is amazed that her daughter has survived this ordeal and has recovered as well as she has. Robin remembers the first few days in the hospital and calls them touch and go. One doctor continued to tell the family to prepare for the worst. It was just really scary because he just kept saying, 
we've never ever seen this injury in a person that's alive and you need to say your goodbyes now. Well, goodbye won't be happening anytime soon. Oh my God, Until 4th of July when she sees the fireworks. Oh, it's an absolute miracle. It's a miracle that she, she was back. able to survive from the actual accident and also a miracle that she's made the progress that she's made. Doctors will continue to work on Shannon's swallowing and vision. She says removing the halo was a big step for her, making her feel like a full recovery is in sight. No, that's not going to be a great possibility. I can't come really close, so... All right, so let me ask you, mm -hmm. is this even living? Because think about, like, we're kind of joking about all yeah. the stuff, you know, that she can't do. A sobriety test could kill her if she had follow the finger. Not, <laughs> a shot could kill her if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, if she takes the wrong kind of one. Uh, and, you know, I just for fun, if I was in Hollywood making movies, I would just offer her Night at the Roxbury 2 just knowing that she couldn't do it. I don't even think this is living. Like, yes, no. you survived this horrific accident, but you're basically going to be Bubble Boy from now on. Mm -hmm. There's not going to be much else that you can do. Again, this is story number five in the abbreviated Next with Jefe and J-Dubs. Tonight, just the top five stories of the day. And then could you imagine trying to marry this chick and uh, asking for oral <laughs> treats? And she's like, no, my, my head could pop out of place. Yeah, it's it's a, hot. It's, you're never going to get something like that. Next, with El Jefe and J-Dubs. On 92.3 Free FM. What's next? All right, Dubs, we were able, we were sm uh, able to squeeze in number five, mm -hmm. uh, as we just had to cut everything before that. But you are getting the top five stories of the day, according to us, Jefe and Dubs. When we get back, we'll squeeze in some more of your phone calls, 866-313-FREE. Uh, also, does deceit equal rape? Where is that going to come in in the top five? And also, protecting the troops from themselves. If you want to get in, again, I'm Hefe, that's Dubs. Uh, go to myspace.com slash nextradio to get all the information that you need to on the show. Nextradiofans.com, freefmfans.com. Hefe and Dubs, back next on 92.3 Free FM. Jada on 923 Free FM. The show is next. Tef Dubs 923 Free FM. If you want to hop in, 866-313-free. MySpace is myspace.com slash next radio, nextradiofans.com, freefmfans.com. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hefe and Dubs, uh, we used to work with Ron and Fez. We did a guest week earlier in the year, and we're back for this one on a very short porch, usually a top ten stories of the day. Just go around. It's just going to be uh, top five. We've already done number five, which was the woman with the internal decapitation. That's just a painful one to listen to. Her voice was horrid, and it's something that people aren't supposed to survive from. If you want to see the video for that one, uh, feel free to go into the blog section of our MySpace, myspace.com slash... Mm -hmm. Next radio dubs. That means we are now up to story number four. Next, next on 92.3 Free FM. Next. Story, story number four, four, four. Number four is a couple of stories surrounding the troops. Um, the big one today, mm -hmm. the big story that's kind of breaking today about the military, other than the fact that there's a war going on. Yeah. Because it should be like the biggest story out there every day. There should be something about the military and what they've done over there every, every day, day. Every day, that should be the number one story. The mm -hmm. problem is, we as Americans, we get bored with it. Yeah, anything. And so, you know, we don't want to be bummed out about, 
We don't want too many seasons of Lost. We don't want too long of a war. Yeah, it's a very short-sighted way of looking at things. However, the military did come up with this, that they no longer want uh, the troops Mm -hmm. to be able to access sites like YouTube and MySpace, along with 11 other websites um, on their computers and their networks. This was according to a memo sent out by the Department of Defense. Now, I'll tell you this personally. Me. Mm -hmm. I couldn't live without them. Uh, MySpace, I know I log into easily uh, 10 10 times a day. Uh, Gmail is always open because it has the chat function, so you and I are always talking on that. Yeah, Gmail's my big one. Uh, uh, MySpace? We're we're looking for program directors to get back at. Refresh. Manelli, refresh, please, something refresh. <laughs> so that's the big one for us. Yeah, and uh, MySpace has really fallen off for me lately. And it's mostly because it's turned into a very slow site with a lot of uh, people, you know, kind of sending their junk mail around. Now, here's the thing. I'm not for this because it seems to me like, A, we're limiting the troops' ability to escape from combat. You know what I mean? I think as technology evolves... We should be able to evolve with it. And it also seems to me like it's a kind of a clampdown on the video blogs so you can't talk anymore about maybe something that's going on and giving out the real story. Example, like a Pat Tillman. Now, I understand. I'm not stupid. I know you can't give away secrets when you're in the military, but it just seems like an extra form of censorship. It's not really. uh, Here's where I get from what I get from it. You need your soldiers out there focused. If I'm on MySpace or something like that, I'm out there looking at old friends, and I, you know, you might slip over to right, the that's ex. That's your problem. No, you might slip over there to the ex-girlfriend, and then you're gonna see her back over in the states, making out with uh, some new dude at a bar or something, and you're there with a gun. I'm not even in the military. I'm not over in Iraq, and sometimes I just think, yeah, I'm gonna chew on a barrel. I think I'm just gonna do that. All right, so you actually broke uh, broke up with a girlfriend, Dubs, not too long ago. Yeah. And I'll tell you this. You may have just swayed me on the argument because I go to your your ex-chick's website, Mm -hmm. uh, her MySpace, and I see her with her new boyfriend. Yeah. And I want to strangle her. I want to kill the bitch. And so I'm looking at this, and I'm like... Man, I'm angry. Why isn't Dubs angry? We should we should drive up to Orlando and kick that guy's ass. <laughs> what are we thinking here? So you may have actually sold me on that. Yeah, I mean, if you're in Iraq, and you can't really go over and try to kick the guy's ass because you're in Iraq. So what are you going to do? You're going to sulk in it, and you're going to be thinking about that while you're on the field. Instead of focusing on what you... Now, what about, like, against a YouTube? Why wouldn't they be able to access a YouTube? YouTube has a lot of video blogs. You could have the same problem. We are a little bit past that age. We don't really do the video blogs, but a lot of the younger people do. Yeah, I've never thought to myself, here's what I want to do. I want to sit in front of a camera, Mm -hmm. and I want to talk into it, and I want to pour my heart out. Ironically... I'll do it in front of a microphone. Oh yeah, but Any there, day. There's, but some... there's something very creepy about looking at myself in that uh, in that uh, webcam. Well, there's something very douchey about it too, mm-hmm. knowing that other people are going to comment on it. They're going to leave you those nasty little posts in the comments. All right, I'm going to admit something, and uh, I'm going to feel stupid for admitting it. But one thing that I used to do was like a little audio blog. When you and I worked together in Michigan, mm-hmm. uh, my ex-wife, my now now ex-wife, was in Washington, D.C. You don't even know this. So what I used to do was go into the production room and do a little radio show for her where I would would play her favorite songs and I would talk to her and give her updates on... (laughs) 
and give her updates on like my life and how no. things are going. And all right, uh, hey, it's uh, it's Dro on uh, on Snuggy Bear Radio, and uh, coming up for you, we got some Sean Mullins. And you wouldn't actually. I billboard. You no, had to billboard. You, you didn't. Give I me, swear, give me a real dude. One. I swear to Christ, I billboard because I was practicing. Come on, Snuggy Bear. And then I would say, and I uh, had a great day today. J Dubs and I went out. We got paid, mm-hmm. so we uh, did our usual thing of getting some Mexican food and mm-hmm. went and bought porn because I miss you so much, Snuggy Bear. Here's Nelly Furtado, Like a Bird, on Snuggy Ray. You would actually play music? And I hit the post. I'm telling you, I talked right up to the point at which, Nelly, I'm I'm not lying to you. And here's the thing. I would never, ever, ever want that tape to resurface. And I never thought about it in our divorce agreement. That, that She still has them? She has to. She has to still have the tape somewhere. We need them. No, we don't. I've, I haven't uh, talked to her since. The whole divorce, but I'm going to call her just for that. I have to have him. All right, Dubs, we want to try uh, try the phones here. You want to uh, give it a give it a go? Let's go to uh, John on line one. John, you're up next on 92.3 Free FM. Okay. Yeah, buddy. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Hey, uh, I heard, congratulations. On oh. what? All right, thanks for the call. <laughs> uh Sometimes it doesn't always work out. Mm-mm. New York's known for the great phone calls. That guy just brought you down a peg. Eight six six three one three. Now you got to come above Boston. Um. All right. So Dubs. Anyway, that was uh, a little thing. So you kind of got me sold on the fact that the troops. Yeah. Shouldn't... You you can't have MySpace over in Iraq, just because I know the habits after you are gone from your loved ones, friends, and everything. And you, even even if it's not an ex girlfriend, if you see people having a good time, you're gonna get bummed out. Um, all right, here's the next one, too, as we're doing a little spotlight on the troops right now. This is a story out of, I believe, Tennessee. Uh, I could be mistaken mm-hmm. on that. But it's a troop who's trying to go to his girlfriend's pa- uh, prom. As story number four tonight is a little spotlight on the troops uh, on the countdown. Next to download. She's 18. He's 25. Almahannison High School senior Caitlin Tedesco wants her boyfriend, Sean LaValle, to take her to the prom. Oh, just two weeks away, her school said no. The reason? He's too old. Uh, I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. I thought, it's not like I'm some random kid off the street. You know, I've done great. Um, I've served my country seven years. I've lived through two attacks. The two have been dating the last six months, and by all accounts, both Sean and Kalen are good people. Sean served in Iraq, was wounded twice, and has two Purple Hearts. Caitlin is an honor student, plays softball, and wants to be a doctor. Her mom says she wished they were told. Oh, hold on a second. Could you hear the reporter couldn't have cared less there about what her what she wanted to be? Mm-hmm. This is no real serious inflection on it. Hearts. Caitlin is an honor student, plays softball, and wants to be a doctor. Her mom says right she wished they were told a little sooner. We need eggs. It would have alleviated bread. a very expensive bill that we have incurred. And it would have alleviated any kind of questions. All right. This mom only cares about the amount of money that she spent so far, and that's it. Never mind the fact that her daughter's going out with a guy who's seven years older. By the way, this is uh, this story is from Capital News 9 in Albany. I'm sure he's an upstanding guy. He's a troop. He just got back over. They've been dating for six months. They want to go to the prom. You can't go to the prom because he's 25, and they don't allow that. And you got you kind of got to give the school their leeway on to who comes on and off their uh, campus. 
The problem is, um, <clears throat> why, why doesn't he just go as like a chaperone? I don't know if that's even possible. What do I know? Everything about Albany and how the school system works? All I know is that a troop at 25 years old can't go to the prom. Why does he want to? The prom was terrible. He's got a... He's got a lovely, chunky, softball-playing <laughs> girlfriend. Why wouldn't you want to go? Here are the guidelines and the rules. Mahonison High School principal Patrick McGrath says it has nothing to do with LaValle's character. McGrath says the district reserves the right to say no for a variety of reasons, including age. You start to press that age limit, and you're saying, okay, someone who's 25, 26 years old, you know, where do you draw the line? And what if someone wants to go with someone who's 30? McGrath says, how about with somebody that's not a, uh, you know, an Iraqi veteran? How about maybe drawing the line there? Well, how about this? Uh, did you have any older people that went to your prom? Toothless Doug. Toothless? Who's Toothless Doug? Toothless Doug is a guy when I was in middle school, sixth grade, very first day at the new school. I'm standing outside 645 in the morning because my dad's dropping me off early. Uh, I'm standing by the flagpole with my Batman t-shirt on, and Toothless Doug walks by. By the way, he's that guy in middle school that's 16 and can drive. Mm -hmm. So he walks by and says, uh, nice shirt, you fat F. Mm -hmm. And he, uh, he got to me then. Those words have stung and continue to stick with me. And he's one of those guys that always was showing up to prom, no matter the fact that he could buy beer. Yeah, he, was he graduated at the time, or is he just really old? No, he's just really old, and he still had buddies. How about uh, how about people who were graduated for like three years? Did you have any of them come back? Yeah, I think we did. We had a couple of those. Wasn't it pathetic to you? Didn't you find it very just, ugh? I always kind of wanted to. Really? I had a good time in high school. I was Mr. South Grand Prairie High School. I had a great time in high school. I don't want to go back, and I didn't want to go to these stupid proms. I, I would rather go to the party afterwards, get high, get drunk, do whatever. But the, the the prom itself was terrible. Now, I banged the prom queen, mm -hmm. so uh, maybe that's one of the reasons I look back fondly on it. But you kind of have a point when you think about it. Prom is one of those pointless, like, life milestones, yeah, you know it, what I mean? When it's coming up, everybody's so excited. Everybody's like, this is going to be the biggest night ever. It, everybody has one. Everybody has one every year. Everybody has the option, so it can't be the biggest thing ever. I had if three. If, yeah, if everybody has the option of doing it, it can't be that important. You know, one of those two that's kind of like those fake milestones hmm. is the whole graduation from elementary school. They didn't do that when I was in school, but my, my little brother graduated from middle school. I, I, it's not an accomplishment. No, not at all. Uh, I would even say graduating from high school ain't that big a deal either because everybody it, does it. It is kind of a big change in life, though. You are leaving that kind of uh, school atmosphere, and you are becoming an actual human being. Let's finish up this next download. Then I got another point on this. On story number four is a spotlight on the troops. One of them was about the MySpace. This one was about a troop, 25 years old, who can't go to his 18-year-old girlfriend's prom. Next download. McGrath says other older dates were also told no, and he feels terrible for Caitlin. McGrath said the limit comes from a state law that sets 21 as the oldest you can be and still going to high school. But the age rule isn't written in any code of conduct at the school, and the guest form restriction doesn't mention it either. The fair thing to do is to let them go. It's too late to tell them no now. The big thing is when you're a senior, it's your last year. It's your last thing to do everything, so you always go all out. Down the road, McGrath says it might make sense for the high school to have a written rule regarding age. As for Sean and Caitlin... They are still holding out hope that the school district will let them go to the prom. In Schenectady, Curtis Schick, Capital News. Mom was really pissed about the money spent. Right. The school should refund the money for the tickets to the prom, without a doubt. Well, hold on. 
This man's 25 years old, an Iraqi vet. How come he's not paying for the prom? Why is mama still paying for it? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yes, we, it does. Apples and oranges. What I'm talking about here is go out that night. You have the limo. You have, you know, all this stuff. Taking a fine dinner at Applebee's. Yeah, do whatever. You know, go out, have fun like that. Don't go to the prom. You can make it a special night without going to the prom. All right, Dubs, let's uh, hit up uh, people. Uh, they uh, they got a lot to say about this. 866-313-FREE. Let's go to Rich in Yonkers. Rich, you're uh, next with Hefe and Dubs on 92.3 Free FM. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, buddy. Uh, I just wanted to tell you, man, you guys are just terrible. Get off the radio. God. You're like, you guys gave me cancer or something, man. Is that all you got? Is that the big pop? Were you, were you going to go now turn off the radio and listen to it and be like, wow, I'm so cool. I got a fuck. Cancer joke? Hmm. hmm. You still there? I guess that was everything. Ah. Let's go to uh, Corey. Uh, Corey on line one wants to go back to the MySpace. Uh, uh, yo, what's up, guys? Hey, what's buddy. up, bro? Uh, do you hear me? Yeah, we got you. All right, first off, I want to say that guy who just called has absolutely no life. He had to wait on hold for the past, like, 10, 15 minutes just to say that you guys suck. That's the that best part sucks. about it every time. I'm go sorry. Go ahead. All right, anyhow, this is what I want to say about the uh, troops not being allowed to go on MySpace. I think that, or YouTube, I think that they should. It's a means that they can use to express themselves. They're still American citizens, so by not allowing them to use that medium to express themselves, it's a violation of the First Amendment rights. All right, thanks well, for the call. The, the problem with that, though, is a lot of times when you go into the military, you don't really have rights. Yeah, you really forfeit your rights as a American citizen, when you go into the military, and then you get them back as you, uh, you know, get back into population. But you lose the rights that you're fighting for is the odd thing when you are in the military. Well, it's the same thing. A lot of people think there's a freedom of speech whenever you go to school, mm. and you don't have nope. that. School you is a completely different animal. You go to school, you uh, there's different rules than you know if you are out in public. Because a lot of times what you'll do is you'll sign that code of conduct, mm -hmm. and that waives all your rights. It's yeah. like, all right, by being able to come here and go to school for free, no longer U.S. citizen. So turn that Marilyn Manson T-shirt inside out. Yeah, you are not allowed to uh, wear certain things. They really censor you in school, and they can. Half uh, and Dubs next on, on 92.3 Free FM, 866-313-FREE, still in story number four. Now, um, I think there are certain things troops ought to be able to get away with. Hmm. Bestiality. Now, I'm not saying that maybe that's something you want to do, but if you serve the country, maybe uh, you can have a few of those things that the rest of us aren't able to do. You can really get away with it no matter what. I mean, it, it, the only people who don't get away with it are braggers. Shock jockery. I think if you No go, one's getting away with that anymore. No, not anymore. Those days are long over. Mm -hmm. But if you serve the country, then maybe you ought to have the opportunity to get out there and uh, say what you want to say on the radio. Next on 92.3 Free FM. Story number three. Next. Again, it's F.A. and Dubs up to story number three on Next on 92.3 Free FM. MySpace.com slash Next Radio. Nudist trying to convince younger people to strip. Uh, apparently, the Association for Nude Recreation estimates that most of its 50,000-plus members are older than the age of 35, so now they're trying to attract people under 30 by offering them discounts. Uh, they're trying uh, discounts on membership fees, which, by the way, I didn't know you paid to be yeah. a part of a nudist colony. And also, too, they're encouraging college and graduate students to talk to their peers about having fun in the buff. 
Um, I've never understood this lifestyle. Maybe it's because I am an American and we here in America are really ashamed of, of their bodies. You know what I mean? You, you see that all the time. We just recently took a trip. And walking through the airport and going, I go to the bathroom all the time. Mm-hmm. It's so funny to see guys press themselves against the urinals. Yeah, they hug it because they don't want anybody to see what they have mm-hmm. and what the person next to them has. Then maybe you're in that international part of the airport and you have somebody from overseas who's literally standing two or three feet back, uh, playing some sort of an aiming game, trying to do what he can do and show off what he's got. It's just a mentality, I think, here in America. Did you have any uh, like uh, foreign exchange students in school? Yeah. Whenever you would go to the bathroom and a urine, uh, like the urinal next to you and it's the foreign exchange student, he would be a good two feet back because he doesn't care. That, that's how they do it over there. But for some reason, we have to hug this dirty, dirty urinal. Now, I'm a never nude. Uh, I'm one of those guys. I'm ashamed of my body. I don't like what I got going on. The only time I'm actually ever completely nude is whenever I'm in my shower at my house uh, alone. Otherwise, like if I'm in a public setting, mm. I take a shower with a, uh, with a bathing suit on. Even when I have sex with my girlfriend, T-shirt on. Now, the nudist resort wants more people joining and everything. Uh, you've watched Real Sex mm-hmm. on HBO. They never put really the best face forward on the nudist colonies on real sex. I, when you when you think nudist colony, you're like, wow, that'd be really really hot. But then you watch a real sex on HBO, you find out they're pretty hit. There's a special kind of person that goes to these things. Well, you and I did a live uh, appearance when mm-hmm. we were back as rock jocks in Michigan, and it was some nudist colony in Michigan. We went out there, did an appearance, got paid for it. You know, one of those radio station things, and I was shocked. I was shocked at the kind of people that were out there, free roaming. It's hideous. And the kids. Yeah, the, 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 that's the greatest part about it, because I did not even expect that when I went out there. We would go out there, and uh, you'd see you know, the adults, the mullets walking around, completely nude. It's a good giggle. And all the fun ends when you see a young 14-year-old retarded boy just walking around with his parents. The, I, I saw this kid completely retarded, you could tell. And his parents were dragging him around nude. Uh, by the hand, I hope. I hope. Well, they could have by anything because he had the uh, the you know he was blessed. Right. I see. That's a waste. That actually yeah. that upsets me because that's one of the reasons I'm never nude because I uh, I didn't win the lottery when it comes to being down there. When I was at that appearance, mm-hmm. there were like two hot chicks that were there. Out of and all of them. Yeah, and this was a very small Michigan nudist colony get together. I was there to introduce the band Steppenwolf, so we got Magic Carpet Ride going on in the background. How do you feel if you're Steppenwolf, and you've fallen so far that you're playing a nudist colony, and you're just looking on the uh, crowd, playing your guitar, and everybody's headbanging with all their business shaking around? And I I have to get up there and introduce it kind of in that hacky, you know, Mm -hmm. jock sort of way. You didn't throw any t-shirts out of that one, did you? No, of course not. There was no reason. And I'm just looking at everybody like, oh, this is horrific. So anyway, there are a couple of really hot chicks, uh, and I was married at the time, mm-hmm. who wanted to get busy, who wanted to have sex in the back of the station van. And so I'm back there, and I'm like, I can't do it. I'm married. I can't cheat. I, now, later on, I was uh, completely uh, unfaithful. But at that time, for some reason, I'm thinking, I can't do it. Just two really hot chicks. So what I do, one of the most embarrassing parts of my life, uh, I go into the porta potty. And I handle my business uh, while Steppenwolf is on in the background because I'm so afraid of cheating. Now, 
I can't imagine with the stench of a porta potty going in there and uh, cranking. The bum, the bum thing about this is the fact that you know I'm at a nudist colony, mm-hmm. and the whole idea is that you're supposed to be able to be there and be around people without getting sexually aroused. Yeah, it's supposed to be a whole natural thing, not a sexual thing at these nudist colonies. I'm the only clothed one, so because of that. Uh, I'm the one that has to go into the porta potty and handle my business because these really hot chicks want to end up getting it on with me. Next. 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 92.3 Free FM. What's next? I'm Hefe. That's Dubs. It's next in a abbreviated version. Mm-hmm. Uh, the top ten stories of the day tonight. We're doing the top five. We're going to take a break. Come back. Come back with number two and number one and also a complete recap of what could have been on next and uh, certainly what was. If you want to get in, 866-313-FREE. Hefe and Dubs, we're next on 92.3 Free FM. Next. 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 92.3. Free FM. Not next worthy. Here are some stories that didn't make the cut. But are worth a mention. Didn't make the cut because we ran out of time. Yep. Um, we might hit a couple of them up tomorrow, though. Yeah, there's definitely some stuff. I'm Hefe. That's Dubs. It's next on 92.3 Free FM. A countdown of the top ten stories of the day, according to us. Um, Amy and Joey, but uh, oh, Amy Fisher and Joey Buttafuoco set for this like love date in the park yeah. that is probably going to lead to a reality show. It makes sense. There are a couple of attention whores. Yeah, I could see I could see myself watching it. Oh, definitely. And uh, I, I watched Amy Fisher right when she came out of uh, jail or whatever, and she seemed very remorseful. And now she's completely turning heel and uh, going back to this whole thing. Uh, also, two billions in, in dollars of oil missing in Iraq. And should be the number one story. It was a big story in the New York Times. Mm-hmm. Uh, just... What can you say, though? It's, it's expected. Par for the course. Uh, what else are you going to expect? And then finally, this is certainly next-worthy, but, you know, obviously the situation around Free FM, uh, we do want to say uh, that uh, we feel incredibly bad for JV and Elvis. Mm-hmm. When we and this ca- is coming from two people who are uh, not working right now. Yeah. And we hate to see people lose their jobs like that. And when we came up to New York the first go-around, that was the first time I'd ever heard the show. And really liked it. Mm-hmm. Heard the Chris Hansen interview that they did and got a chance to talk to Elvis for two seconds. And genuinely having been there before and kind of being there now, yeah. uh, we wish them the best of luck. And honestly, it's a very small fraternity. Mm-hmm. First of all, people who do radio. But then secondly, the guys who are lucky enough to do this kind of radio. Uh, and it's a scary right time right now. As Without I'm a sh- doubt. I'm sure you've heard. But uh, genuinely, from the bottom of our heart, uh, good luck to those boys. And uh, I'm sure everything's going to work out for them because they're way too talented to be on the beach uh, too long. All right, Dubs, we'll do a complete recap in a second. We'll do number one. Uh, but first, let's get to story number two. Next on 92.3 Free FM 2. Story number two. This one disturbs me on a number of levels because it genuinely could affect all of us at one point. Uh, two lawmakers are drafting legislation that would make using deceit to have sex a form of rape. Now, this went on, I believe, in Massachusetts, All right. where um, a couple of senators are working with a victim's advocate group to draft a bill that would protect uh, rape victims. Uh, it all comes after a Supreme Court uh, ruling 
uh, I believe once again in Massachusetts, where a man tricked a woman into having sex with him, um, but he couldn't be convicted of rape because no force was used. The woman said her boyfriend's brother climbed into bed with her while she was asleep at her home and pretended to be her boyfriend. Now, here's the thing about this real fast. Yeah. Even if it's pitch black, I don't know how you don't know who you're not having sex with. Yeah, I mean, if it's your boyfriend for, I, I'm guessing, somewhat long time, you know, and uh, he goes into bed with you and you guys are having sex, you should be able to tell that, hey, this isn't him or this is him. Maybe she did find out, like, halfway through. She's like, wait, there's something terribly wrong with this. I would just, um... I, I, you know, I don't know, I don't know what you know w- what that means because like it's a dangerous road to go down. Saying uh, any way to any way that you deceive a woman and you end up having sex with her that may have uh, stemmed from that deceit, that would be rape. That's very very dangerous because you are never completely honest with a girl. You meet her at a bar. You uh, you're lying. You're lying about your job. You're lying about how much you make. You're lying about something. You're lying about size. Now the uh, Supreme Court said because of this. They were forced to. Um, uh, they couldn't make this, a, you know, a conviction mm-hmm. because of the way the law is currently written, and it's up to the legislator to try to include deceit or fraud into the definition of rape. Now, here's the definition of deceit. Okay, this just deceit: the act or practice of deceiving, concealment, or distortion of the truth for the purpose of misleading, uh, fraud, cheating, etc. When's the last time you didn't lie to get sex? You know what I you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh yeah, without a doubt. Every time. Every e- time you you lie about something, you lie that you're even thinking about her. E- right. Even like even with someone who's your wife or your girlfriend mm-hmm. or anything along those lines. Yeah, a girl that might think that she knows everything about you. You've lied to her and she doesn't know actually everything about you. So in this definition, you would be technically raping her. Uh 866-313-free or at story number 2. Uh, with now this is happening, you know, in one specific state, but you mm-hmm. wonder if this is one of those things that can grow virally, and other states saying, "All right, we're going to latch on to this. We can see this happening." To me, this is one incredibly awful incident. Yeah, but I don't know why you changed the law to such a broad scope to then put so many people in a potential, you know, uh, pigeonhole. Yeah, you can That's the problem with uh, a lot of these, which in this case, probably, you know, he acted like his brother and everything. It was more deceitful than the average deceit that a guy uses to get laid, without a doubt. But when you just say, if you use deceit to get laid, it's such a broad term. All right, what's the biggest lie you were ever told to get laid? I'm clean. I don't got nothing. For me? Mm-hmm. I'm not married. Yeah. Or, uh... I'm told- single, yeah. Or I do, till death do we part. Because it was really... I love you is another one that you use. But again, we kind of joke about that. But if it's such a broad law... Exactly. ...that could be, you know, end up, you know, defining rape as anything, any sex gained through deceit, then, you know, we could genuinely be in, uh, in some real trouble here. Yeah, I can go more than once. I swear, you just give me five <laughs> minutes. Five minutes. Then you're just snoring away. Uh, or, uh, sure, I'll stay the night. Yeah. Of course. And then and then afterwards, you're like, oh, man, I totally forgot. I have to work at 6. I can't sleep in this bed and then expect to be able to get up. I, just, I won't want to leave you. I, just, I better leave now. 
I just realized I don't think I left any food for my cats. I don't want them to tear the place up. Well, mm-hmm. I'll call you. There's another one. Yeah. I'll call you. 866-313-FREE. Let's go to Alex. Alex on line two. You're next with Fan Dubs and 92.3 Free FM. What's up, Alex? Nothing. Uh, just calling about the whole deceit thing. Mm-hmm. I feel that, you know, deceit's a part of sex and everything. Nobody's forcing you to have it. You can always say no. Yeah, people tell lies. But in the end, it's like if it's really what you want, no matter what, it's all the same. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the lies are whatever he tells you. It doesn't change the act that you're going to have with that man anyway. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's going to be that call. person no matter what, you know, uh, what his background is. 866-313-FREE. It's just kind of a ser- scary situation where, you know, d- anything just kind of broadly defined as deceit. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, I'm in no way encouraging any sort of, you know, sexual, you know, offenses or anything against women. And I'm not even saying this is like a guy who says, hey, you know, we got to protect our rights. Women lie, too. Exactly. It seems like a dangerous, slippery slope that's so wide open that could genuinely get people in some real trouble. Yeah, and women are, women are rarely accused of rape, either, and this could be a dangerous road for them. Once you're labeled a rapist or a sex offender, mm-hmm. there's no shake in that. No, I, and it, it's not going to be, I'm a deceit rapist. You know, you're just a rapist at that point. Um, let's go to uh, Damon in New Jersey on line three. You're next with Hefe and What's Dubs. up, guys? What's hey, up, bro? Hey, brother. Yeah, you know, I was listening to the last guy who called in, too, and you know, it cracks me up because, you know, I mean, are, are women trying to portray themselves that they're so feeble-minded that, you know, guys can trick them into having sex with the, with us? Dude, that's a, a gi- great that's a great point. This it's, a give and, what- it's, a, it's a give and take because if some broad thinks you've got a million bucks in a Porsche, She's all in there. But, you know, if you tell her from the door, look, I'm taking the bus and I'm unemployed, she don't want nothing to do with you. Yeah, it just shows her the shallowness. Great call, Damon. Thank you, buddy. Uh, 866-313-FREE. This also demeans women, too. A little bit. Because it's like, hey, you're not smart enough to figure out, you know, that a guy's lying to you. It, It says that they're smart enough and that they're a little bit shallow. What's weird, this is part of the game. This is that courtship. Yeah, that that's what you, that you know, when you're single... You know, it's kind of what you hate. You hate the whole game thing. But when you have a uh, a chick and you haven't done it in a while, you love the line. You, I wish I could lie to a girl again. That's what you say to yourself every day. Go to a girl's MySpace or a guy's MySpace. I have a picture of him from 1997 when he was skinny in front of his uh, in front of his Porsche. Mm-hmm. He makes two hundred fifty thousand dollars a higher, athletic and five nine. Then you show up and meet the scab. And, uh, yeah, he's 5'8", 260, and it's obvious that that wasn't a... It's like, this is, that's before that, you know, the getting there. But yeah. All this could end up leading up to that. It's just, it's a crazy, uh, a crazy thing that we're beginning to, uh, to start with. Um, again, story number two, legislators want sex uh, through deceit classified as rape. And, again, it's not happening here in New York State, but who knows if it's not happening next. Mm-hmm. Could be anywhere. And uh, another lie... Uh, uh, that I've always told a girl, um, this is going to be the best 30 seconds of your life. And it's not because it's usually 10, and you, you're out from you're there. You're a quick guy? And there, of course. And there's no sort of, hey, this was good. We're all satisfied here. We're all feeling good about what just happened. Every single time. And this is what's odd. And we can even kind of relate this as to what's going on in the radio world. Mm-hmm. There's one thing that happens. Uh, something that's called a black swan that you didn't kind of see coming, whether it be an imus, you know, what was the perfect storm, 
of uh, this than what happened, unfortunately, to, to JV and Elvis. But you have these incidents that all of a sudden become bigger than life, mm -hmm. and now you're legislating on what is a small incident, and you don't know where to go. You know, you, if you're a guy in Massachusetts, you gotta start telling her, "Yeah, I'm making a uh, yeah, you I'm making seven fifty an hour." You have to bring your tax forms with you, and you know, completely prove everything before you're gonna have sex with her because you don't want to be accused of deceit. Let's go to Alex uh, in uh, New Jersey on line two. What's up, Alex? Hey, Alex, hey, go. Hey, buddy. Uh, yeah. So, what if I wake up in the morning and uh, I find out the chick's fat? Is that her lying to me after a hard night drinking? Mm, you're kind of probably lying to yourself at the bar, I would say. You know, you, I've been there before where you, you have a bunch of drink. You're like, you know what? She isn't that fat. But then when you wake up, you're like, yeah, she was. I, that, that's an interesting scenario that I hadn't really thought of. It. Thanks, Alex, for the call. And, I guess and you're is, it okay, is it okay to, to do it again in the morning? Sure. You, you already did it once. You might yeah. as well. Yeah, if you've already been there, why not go back into the cave? All right, thanks, my man. All right, Dubs, let's uh, let's do a recap of everything so far, and then we'll get to story uh, number one here on Next on 92.3 Free FM. Next. Next with El Jefe and J-Dubs on 92.3 Free FM. If you missed it, here's what was next. Well, because of the game tonight, mm -hmm. Dubs and I not able to uh, get in the first five and our feature of the night. Usually, that's the way it'll roll. We'll do uh, the top ten stories of the day, according to us, and then a couple of features. Tonight, just the top five, because we had the short porch. And uh, number five, starting off with the internal decapitation of a lady who got into a car accident so bad, it severed all the stuff inside her neck, essentially. Yeah. She still managed to stay alive. I didn't sever it, but, like, dislocation... I'd imagine arteries were still in place, but it was just basically... There had to be a lot of stretching and a lot of just a, a lot of odd stuff going on in there that you aren't going to be able to really uh, fix. Um, but we have the video of that up on our MySpace, myspace.com slash nextradio. Uh, number four was a spotlight on the troops as they're no longer able to use MySpace or YouTube, mm. according to the Defense Department. And there's a 25-year-old troop here in New York State who can't go to the prom with his 18-year-old girlfriend. I say let him go. He served our country. Seems like he's a good kid. He's a skinny guy dating a chunky girl. Yeah, God let, bless him. Let him feel that shame when he goes. He's taking another one. Taking another one for the team. Uh, number three, nudists are worried that they're dying out, and so they're recruiting younger people to try to keep the whole nudist lifestyle alive which I personally can't understand because I'm a never-nude, and I'm just another one of those people here in the U.S. that's ashamed of my incredibly hideous body. Number two uh, tonight, does deceit equal rape? We just got done talking about that. we got a couple people on the line that want to get in on this real fast, and we'll move on to the number one story of the day. Let's go to uh, line six. Hawk, you're next on 92.3 Free FM. What's up, Hawk? Uh, hey, what's up, guys? Hey, buddy. Um... I'm not mentioning any names, but uh, some people might never get laid were it not for deceit. Uh, well, that's every guy, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I think every guy almost. Uh, you know, you lie a little bit, you uh, cheat a little bit, and then uh, that's how you get laid. Thanks and you for rape a little bit. Uh, yeah. thank, thanks. In, the, in this uh, definition, yes, I guess you do. Thanks for the call, Hawk. Let's go to Santia on line five. You're next with Hefan Dubs on 92.3 Free FM. Hello? Hey, you're on the air. Hi, um... My name is Fatima, and I just wanted to say that um, I think that that law should be passed because when I was younger, mm -hmm. I met this guy um, on MySpace, 
and I was like 16, and I thought I was in love with him. Um, after six months of talking to him on the phone, I um, uh, dump, dump that, dump that, that. and thanks for the call. I wanted to see what she uh, yeah, was I going want, with. I that. want to know how old the guy was. But we had to dump out of her because she... I'm sorry. It, it sounds like a decent story, too. Looks like uh, she was going somewhere, but we had to dump out of her because she had a dirty mouth. Mm-hmm. Well, Although, then just with the climate and everything, you're kind of like, man. All right, those words, I guess we definitely know we can't say. Yeah, and uh, I, for some reason, I knew where she was going. I knew she was just amping up because she couldn't... Uh, <laughs> well, it seems like she was genuinely scarred by And it. I'll tell you what. A lot of times, deceit is a terrible, terrible thing, and uh, you, pe- people will take it way too far, but the broad term of deceit is rape will get a lot of people who shouldn't be in trouble in a lot of trouble. Because a lot of people are genuinely angry that they got lied to, mm-hmm. like absolutely upset about it. Let's try Andy on line two. You're next with FN Dubs, 92.3 Free FM, before we go to story number one. Go ahead, Andy. Hey, guys. How are you? What's All up, right, buddy? Hey, listen, I, it's, it's a real quick one. I think uh, every every woman in a bar is going to have to watch out because I think uh, this sheet in the form of makeup is going to be the biggest problem for the female population. You know what? Thanks that, for is, call. that is a great observation because makeup, that's deceit. You know, you'll think this woman doesn't have any beauty uh, marks or anything, and then you'll uh, get her home, she starts sweating during the action, and she sweats off a big uh, birthmark right on her face. Well, not even a birthmark, but it looks like the moon, all sorts of craters yeah. and things going on. Man, that is the ultimate. It's ult- not going to stop me anyway, sweetheart. Don't but, wear all the makeup. Again, it's such a broad definition that you could be like, hey, wait a second. I thought I was getting an eight. I didn't realize once the paint <laughs> came off, it was a three. That's definitely not at all cool. Next, 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 next on 92.3 Free FM. <laughs> Well, number one, it was Mother's Day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Dubs, uh, anything for your mom this year? No, I gave her a phone call. Uh, a wonderful phone call. I uh, did not call my mother either. You didn't call her? I called her the day before. I called her that day, and I said, Happy Mother's Day, you know, love you, whatever. Um, all right, so... Mother's Day is always built up, mm-hmm. and mothers are always built up. Here in story number one, I'm going to take them down a notch. And I know it sounds like an odd thing. I'm never a big fan of putting people up on pedestals yeah. when they don't always deserve it. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you know, you're told as a kid that you always go to a teacher or maybe you always go to a a firefighter or some sort of authority figure because they're going to be there to help you. Mm. Yet not all the time are they the good people in your lives. And I always think that it's interesting that we put people up on this pedestal and give them, you know, make entire days about them. Well, we, we put them up to make them almost more than human at times when, you know, they're just normal people. They have the normal vices that everybody else has, and uh, we almost make them superhuman. Now, I have a specific thing that I've, for the last five years, I've been thinking about mothers. All right. And it's kind of odd, but it's it, it's genuinely kind of a way that I feel, and maybe it's because of my mom. Um, to me, a mom... Mm-hmm. When you break it down to its most basic form, is a woman that allowed your yeah, your father to not wear protection. Yeah, and in the end, that's basically all a mother is. Now, when you break it down to like black and white terms, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. That's the way technically your mom is, and when you even look at it too, you know, a lot of times 
you know, your parents don't stay together. Specifically, like, I'll give my mom as an example. Mm-hmm. Sophomore in college, uh, dating my dad at Texas Tech University. The two of them found each other in some Latino group and had sex. And my dad didn't have to wear protection. Of course. And before you know it, here I am. And so I'm like, all right, yet now i got to put my mom on a pedestal because of this. Yes, yeah, she raised me. Mm-hmm. She did the best job she could as a single mm-hmm. mother. But when you break it down into its simplest form, that's what it is. I think I am the same thing as a lot of people out there. I believe I'm a damn it. When my mom, yes. when my mom saw the, uh, the uh, test, damn it. And I think that was a, a, it's odd to think that the first reaction to your existence was probably that. And you know that happens easily. I'm well, gonna say 70, yeah. I'm gonna say seventy five percent of the time because even when you're married, you're still not planning on it. Not a lot of times, no. Because uh, you're not financially set yet. You don't know what you're gonna do. You never are. So here are a couple of uh, examples of bringing moms down a notch. Just to remind you that not everyone is great, and there are countless of them. Mother accused of cutting son's genitals and blaming the dog. A Texas mom said the family dog tore off her baby's genitals. She was arrested for mutilating the boy herself with a sharp instrument. Now, she used to be a cheerleader battling drug problems. She's actually kind of hot, too. Yeah, she was cute. Um, She said she woke up from her nap, and her small uh, dog had attacked her son. But a vet and a doctor agreed there's no way a dog could have caused the uh, the injuries. She used a sharp instrument to cut off the boy's uh, junk. I guess she was battling drug issues. I've, I've done a lot of drugs. I've never wanted to cut off a young man's junk. Um, I, it has to be some kind of almost fetish for her, some kind of freak for her. They say there's no way that the kids can be able to bounce back from this as far <laughs> <You> as... think? <laughs> he's going to have lifelong suffering. Police seized the garbage disposal from oh. the family's apartment to examine it for DNA tissue. So the young man's uh, junk could have ended up in that garbage disposal. Yeah, the girl is hot though. The mother is hot. I'd let her. It gets her. It gets her freak on, Stop. and it helps me out too. I ain't being a shock jock. Uh, sure am. Now listen, I've blamed my dog for like breaking a VCR when I got a porn stuck in it. I feel bad whenever I even blame my dog. Blame my farts on my dog. That even makes me feel a little guilty. I'm like, ah. Oh. Here's Everybody's an- mad at her now. And here's another mom story. Is the number one story of the day is moms and bringing them down a notch. Mm-hmm. 37-year-old woman was convicted that she sold her teenage daughter for $3,000. Uh, she sold the 15-year-old last August to a man. Um, as it turns out, I guess he was going to take her to Mexico. Uh, the guy was already in trouble with uh, child pornography charges. They're thinking it's possible, it's possible that she could have been sold into some sort of a sex slavery ring or something along those lines. So here we are. We put mothers on pedestals. There's yet, a lot of bad ones out there. You can't deny that. Well, there was even a top ten list of bad mothers that came out last week leading up to Mother's Day with, like, Andrea Yates, the lady who inspired Mommy Dearest. Like, there are all these mothers who have done mm-hmm. horrific things, and they're... I don't even want to know. I don't even think that I could go so far as to say that they're the minority. You know, oh, they're it, without a doubt the minority. I mean, not, I don't think any I mean, mo- sure, no, they're not all cutting off junk. Yeah, exactly. But, but I mean, they, mothers, you know, they uh, they make mistakes. Our our mothers definitely made mistakes. Yeah, so Mine this, continues to. <laughs> well, she's a janitor, and that's yeah. her life, so that's a mistake. This got dubs and I thinking. Earlier in the night, we called our moms, 
and because this mother sold her parent her kid her grown up kid for three thousand dollars, we call we thought of okay, how much money back in nineteen seventy seven and nineteen eighty would it have taken our mothers to abort us? Mm-hmm. Like if someone gave, gave them cash. This is actually from earlier in the night. Dubs would go with your mom first. Hi. Hey, Mom. Oh, it's you. Yeah. Here's the question. Put yourself back in 1980 when you found out you were pregnant with me. How much at that point would it have taken for you to get an abortion? How much money would it have taken? I believe no amount of money would have done it. Mom, this is before you knew who I was. It doesn't matter. I feel money. Money's evil. Shut up, mom. It's not evil. You know you. It is when you get it for killing your baby. It's not killing a baby at that point. It's my child. But you, you, you don't know if I was going to be retarded at the time. You don't know if I was even going to. No. You know, I, no. I could have miscarried, and you would have missed out on a lot of money. So you're saying, one million dollars wouldn't have been enough. For one thing, I'd be like probably dead from drugs by now if I did something like that because oh. I could live with myself. Yes, you could. And I'm surprised you aren't already. I'd rather work and struggle uh, than do that. Ten million. No. Enough to pass on for your other two kids, for for them to live uh, comfortably for the rest of their lives. Twenty million dollars. I would believe that that money's evil. The no money that our family has right now isn't evil. Come on. <laughs> wow. Twenty million dollars. No, it's still going to be even near enough. Fifty million. No. Hundred million. No. All right, no. Mom. Thanks for playing along. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. All right, that's crap. Yeah. There's no way your life is even worth it. No, uh, I, and I couldn't blame her at all if she would have even taken $1 million. And, again, the scenario is, you know, someone comes to your mom and says, hey, I'll give you this amount of money. I have this briefcase right here with this amount of money. Take it and then go uh, get your abortion, and you can keep the money. Yeah, deal or no deal. Mm. Hanger or no hanger. Whatever you want to call it, <laughs> that's the way we roll. Now, real quick, I call my mom. And here's the complete opposite. Hello? Mama. Yeah? Happy Mother's Day. Late. Thank you. All right, now it's time for the big question that I told you about earlier when I called you. Okay. Take yourself back to 1978. Actually, technically 77 when you found out that Dad impregnated you. Yes. In 1977 money, how much money would it have taken for you to get an abortion? $75. You're $75? That's it? That's it. In 1977 money? What would you have done with that? What do you mean? What, what could I have done with that? I did a lot with it. I know it was Lubbock, Texas, and it's 1977, but you couldn't have even said a couple thousand, five thousand, a million? <laughs> what, you want me to lie? You uh, asked me how much it cost, and that's what it cost. I know, but I'll, okay. the, no, but you're misunderstanding the question. <laughs> so I, obviously you looked into it. How much money would it have taken you to not go through with it? You know, like so, some rich person comes to you and says... <laughs> Oh, I thought you were asking me how much it cost back then. No, I'm talking about oh. how much money would somebody have to bring to you and say, abort this child and I will give you so-and-so dollars. <laughs> $75. Oh, you suck. <laughs> Thank you.
They couldn't have offered me enough money. Yeah, no. right. All right. <laughs> I know. Then why do every time I talk to you, you get mad and say, I shouldn't have had your dad talk me out of the abortion? <laughs> I love you. Happy Mother's Day. I love you, too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I know. Listen, I know she's not lying either. Like, I know that's genuinely the way she feels because she's always saying, um, you know, hey, uh, I really wish I hadn't have talked to your dad out of getting me that abortion. Every single time. So there it is, the number one story of the day. Bring your mothers down a notch, quite frankly, because our moms deserve it. Next. 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 92. 3. F. M. On the next episode. All right, Dubs, that'll do it for tonight on the short porch. Very short. We just started. Finally getting into a groove. Yeah, getting uh, getting used to everything again. It always takes a little while to get yeah. your radio legs back. Yeah, tomorrow will be really fun. I think um, we'll get uh, into a good flow tomorrow night. Uh, definitely stay with us. You can get a recap of everything and see some of the videos on a uh, on our MySpace, myspace.com slash next radio. All right, here's some of the stuff that may be big tomorrow. Uh, Paris Hilton may serve time under Arizona Sun. She may go into an all-female chain gang. What is this? <laughs> Uh-oh. All right, now they're looking for another way to maybe extradite her. Wow. Okay, so there's some of that going on. Um, official seek uh, an official sex offender data from MySpace. That's not a bad place to start looking, to be honest no. with you. There's all sorts of... Uh, man, we didn't get to this. It could have fit in with number one. Argument over crying baby sparks Mother's Day brawl. Five arrested. I guess they were at a cafeteria like a golden crown and a baby wouldn't stop crying. Uh, we may have to hit up on that one tomorrow. All right, Dubs and I back tomorrow after our buddies Ron and Fez. Uh, make sure you check out ONA in the morning. Get those tickets for the traveling virus. I believe House of Wax after that. Then you got Nick DePaulo, the radio chick, our buddies Ron and Fez. We'll be back at 9 for three full hours expanded uh, of next. The top ten stories of the day according to us. Check out the websites, myspace.com slash nextradio, nextradiofans.com, freefmfans.com. Also, I want to thank uh, a boy Cheesemo mm-hmm. for helping us out and making everything go. And we'll uh, we'll get it all set up and good to go for tomorrow night. That's Dubs. I'm Hefe. Uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow at 9. Until next time. Yeah, bitch, 5,000. 5,000.